everybody. It's Peps, it's J-Dog, it's Lace Out, it's our round eight review, and more importantly, how good is the greatest game in the world? Welcome everybody joining the show for the first time or returning. You know who you are. You're with Chris Pepper, the 377 game superstar of the East Keeler Football Club. And you know who I've got with me. It's the man, the myth, the legend himself, Jamie Wallace, the J-Dog. Joining me for a massive discussion about another massive round of football. J-Dog, welcome to another episode, my friend. Thanks, Peps. Hey, everyone. Um, Bloody excited to get into this one. Not a whole lot of news, Peps, but we're going to make the show our usual show and we're going to do it with absolute class and maybe some jokes. And you know what? If this was if this was Rage on Channel 2, mm-hmm. the guest of this episode would be Khalees and she would bring the milkshakes to the yard because that is what we're going to do, listeners. We bring the milkshakes to the yard just the way you like it, shaked up. Rightio, lots to get through. Let's just get a bit of the housekeeping out of the way. First and foremost, everybody joining us. First time, many times, long time, short time. Thank you very much because without you, we don't have a show. It's as simple as that. Okay, so keeps tuning in. Pump us a review on iTunes, everybody. There's more people that need to know about us and how good we are. So get on that if you can. Just pump Second us. thing, second thing, we're still going with our listener feedback survey. Get on that. Throw it in. Tell us what you like about the show. And if you've got any some suggestions, throw them our way. Mm-hmm. Third thing, uh, we've got another giveaway coming up very shortly. Do so we? I can't wait to tell you about that one. Jeez. Keeping it under wraps, but just wait for that. And most importantly, proud supporter of the show, Sharon. They gave a ball away earlier in the year. Remember, get on their website, put the code LACE out in the checkout. You'll get 30% off. As Jamie would say, two for one. Get yourself a new pill to kick around. It's getting into winter. You don't want a lot of waterlogged footy. You just want to enjoy it for what it is. But let's get into all of the nitty-gritty from round eight. It means we're going around the grounds with our newsman. You know who that is, Jamie the J-Dog Wallace. Take it away, superstar. Peps, that is a hell of an intro. (laughs) Have a sit down, take a breath. You're fine? You're good? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm good. Good, good. All right. I'm good. I'm good. Peps. Are you – I want to just check. Are you sitting down or are you not sitting down? Why is that, mate? I'm yeah. actually standing up tonight. I'm standing up. Well, let me tell you, the AFL has come hard. There is a new AFL reality TV show that's going to be announced, Peps. Yes, it is, and it is massive. Oh, just – yep, so massive. Excited. You should be excited for this one. This one's it's just been announced by the AFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to be a reality documentary and it's going to be titled undefeated focusing on the melbourne football club and will be directed and will be directed by a first time irish director um his name is aiden o ah nice one nice one um the problem with that though peps is um i'm not sure if you guys have got any currency in the bank for your supporters to watch another documentary that you guys have put out Hey, we went to hell and back, and it was good. But Aiden O, he's a well-known <laughs> uh, documentary presenter. He is going to go again with our undefeated. We're looking forward to it. Everybody's going to know about how is Mel- what's making Melbourne tick and undefeated, mm. directed by Aiden O, who will be giving you all the secrets. <laughs> um, <so> <laughs> the, the Peps, 
one problem. Narelle told me not to go with his joke, and I shouldn't have. Well, Peps, I think the only problem is with that is I think his uh, producer is uh, Crisis, so you you might be in trouble. Crisis, no, that's uh, that's the uh, one and eight going to be done by. Uh, that's going to be the Collingwood. Ah, oh, the Collingwood. One and seven, yeah, one and eight, one and eight. Peps from New Zealand. Let's let's roll forward. Let's roll forward. 12 weeks, 13 weeks, 14 weeks, 12 yep. weeks. Mm-hmm. What happens if you guys miss again, Peps? Like, can you just imagine you 12 weeks future from here missing out on the eighth by half a percent again? Oh, look, if it, look, if it happens, it happens. I can't. <laughs> if, I Melbourne missed the, if Melbourne missed the eight this year, yeah, and look, there are no certainties at the moment. There are only four games and a bucket load of percentage in. If they miss the eight, um, I'll get a Port Adelaide tattoo on my foot. No, <laughs> no, on your cheek. <laughs> my bum cheek. I'll get the lace out logo tattooed. If Melbourne miss the eight, a dusty right, right there. Oh, a dusty haircut. No, a dusty tat. Oh, I'm not getting a dusty tat there. Yeah. Saving that for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> when the kids want to get their tattoo, I'll, get, I'll tattoo them there. Uh, look, I don't think we'll miss the eight. Uh, no, I reckon won't. the eight's pretty much settled. Uh, it's just all top four these days. It's all top four. But you know what? Mate, there's more than one team. Hey, you know what? You know what we might do? Quickly, we, we do this at the start of the episode. I reckon it's probably a really good time to just have a quick look at the AFL ladder as part of everything Everything, <laughs> everything. All right, so let's have a look at the ladder. We might as well belt this bad boy out. Okay. At the top, uh, suffering from a severe case of altitude sickness, is the Melbourne Football Club on 32 points. Very, very foreign territory as we speak. This could be like the Leicester City of mm. uh, 2021. The Western Bulldogs, great comeback from comeback win against Carlton on the weekend, sitting on 28. Port Adelaide on 24, good to get back on the winning side of things. Mm-hmm. And then there's a nice little squeeze of lots of pretty goodness. Geelong were dominant on Friday night. Brisbane Lions did what they had to do. Sydney Swans, they just did get beaten by the better team, but they didn't put themselves to shame. The West Coast Eagles and Richmond who are just sputtering along and they are a massive chance of missing the eight this year if things don't quickly Get organised. GWS, the rampaging GWS, just outside on percentage, as is Fremantle and as is St Kilda. The Gold Coast Suns with the healthiest percentage of any team outside the eight, 101%, sitting on 12 points. They just can't get the wins. They're getting so close and it's very frustrating to watch because they are a team that – if they made finals, would be a massive achievement for that group of young players. Mm-hmm. Carlton, otherwise known as Carl Tank, because that's what they did on the weekend, also on 12. Uh, the Adelaide Crows, once again on 12. And then we have the bottom four. Essendon, Collingwood, Hawthorne, and on zero points and at 52.7% North Melbourne, who really tried to give Collingwood a shake on the weekend, but went on at one were unable to. So there's your round eight ladder. Nothing really surprising at the moment. I think your top four to six are locked in. Mm-hmm. I reckon teams like uh, Sydney, Richmond, GWS, Fremantle, and I would maybe throw in this and Kilda are going to be battling for those last couple of spots in the eight. So still wide open then, Peps? Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Wide like open. 
like the front door at Granny's. Come in, everybody. Be part of the final eight. Wow. What can we say? Let's move on to our next topic, Peps. Um, not only, Peps, not only did we want Thursday night teams back. Yes! We got it. We are yes! getting back Thursday night football, Peps. Tipped out spoke, lace out spoke, the community spoke, and they listened. From starting, Cobra. From, starting from round 10 this year, we are going to see Thursday night slot. It is back on our TVs. It is the official kickoff to the weekend, and I could not be more excited. And you know what? We're actually going to get teams with interchange and with emergencies for the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday games, squads for Monday, uh, Sunday and Monday. So we're not just going to be giving ballparks. We're giving accurate information by the number one footy tipping team's Podcast tipped out just the way you like it. Looking forward to it. <laughs> so, how Bye. good is that? We're going to start to see it all. It's going to be, we're some of the great things we saw from last year. We're starting to bring back in. I'd still love to see games every night of the week. That's my personal thing. But it's a good start with having a Thursday night kickoff to your weekend. Yeah, I reckon Thursday to Sunday. You need a couple of days to decompress. No, no, no. Monday night's like- a classic. <laughs> no, oh, oh, I don't know. They go off in Melbourne. Actually, yeah, it's shocking. Now, Thursday to Sunday. What do you reckon, people, on the chat? Reckon Thursday to Sunday is pretty much good for us? Mwah. Exactly right. They're, they're talking about it. Look, they're all coming in at the moment, big old Nicky boys saying the Port Adelaide podcast, saying we're absolutely loving that, Yeah, having those Thursday night teams. And we're excited for it too, Dog J-Dog. So. Yep, I'm pumped right. for it. That's, All right, give me some news. Point. What's some news? Has there been anything going on in the world of football outside of some cracking games, which we're going to have a quick chat about too? Um, do you want to talk about the dust-up that uh, Shire oh. and Daniel Rioli got into on the weekend? Yeah, look, look, I think this has been spoken a fair bit. If you, if you, if you don't know, uh, Jamie's going to go into it. I have my opinion on it, and I think we're a little bit different on this. So for the people who haven't heard what actually happened, J-Dog, I'll let you jump in with a bit of an overview, and then we'll have a bit of a quick chat about it. Sure. The boys were out with the ladies, the ladies. Uh, on Saturday night and they got into a bit of an altercation on early Sunday morning at a club. Um, all to do with um, some people, sounds like they were harassing Rioli's girlfriend. Uh, from there, what's happened is the boys have stood up for, um, for uh, Rioli's girlfriend and have got into an altercation. What that has led to is... Uh, Shy Bolton breaking his hand and Rioli with a shiner. I think that was only two. Couple of stitches. Yeah, couple, couple, of, stitches, of, right. couple of wicked witches underneath the eye. So I, I guess the conversation around it is um, is that from a professional point of view, from a professional sporting point of view, what should have the boys done? Is that right what they've done or should they have just uh, – de-escalated the situation and just left it because they are oh, a target. They are a target. People know who they are. Look, J-Dog, in my humble opinion, and once again, I'm, I'm not an expert on this, all this stuff, right? But no. They're, they're humans. They've got to have a life. I reckon the scumbags are the one that just low-hanging fruited them yeah. and just had a crack. That's And to have a go at his girlfriend, that's just – that's excuse the term. That's bullshit. That's weak. Yeah. Okay? And for the two to stand up, they, they weren't looking for trouble. They weren't. They copped it. And it's just a shame because Shy Bolton set the world alight with what he did on Friday night. Played mm-hmm. a cracking game, probably Richmond's best player on the night. Cracking season. He's probably been best player all season. Mm-hmm. Out of contract at the end of the year, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, potentially he's playing in a team that's not going to – maybe he's thinking about moving on to somebody else, moving on to another team, mm-hmm. a team with a future. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think Richmond are done, to be honest. I reckon they won't make the eight. Hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yep, what you can this? lock this one down. Richmond will not make the eight. Okay, and I reckon Shy Bolton should do the right thing and leave. Note that. And go to North. Jeez, I can't I can't get the post notes up going, Peps. They're on fire. I literally think that, that to, to look to their credit, they've done the right thing. Mm. Unfortunately, it's just escalated. People look, they might we don't know how slosh they were. We don't know how wiped they were. That's not the point. Someone's had a crack at the girlfriend, they've stood up for it, and it's escalated. So I think it's just more of a, a shame on society. It's, can I come at it from a different yeah, point of view, Peps? You can if you want to, but remember they're human beings with a life and they're entitled to go out and should be entitled to go out and have a beverage and f- under the uh, under the assumption that they're not going to cop any crap. Right. Totally agree with what you just said, all of that. But the contrary point of view to that is um, you're professional sports people. You know you're going to be a target. You've, spoken, you've been spoken about it through every football club from – under 16s right through to AFL level about being targeted on Saturday nights and blah, 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 about removing yourself from those situations. So see the issue and just get yourself out of the situation because you don't know where it could end up. Look, I'll say I'll say something, Jamie, and, and look, we, we've been through this being, um, you know, renowned podcasters. We cop a bit of grief. Absolutely. Um, it's not actually when they see us. It's when they hear when we go, when we open our voice, when we say uh, Zinger Burger <laughs> with a Pepsi Max, please. They go, oh, the lace out guy. And we cop the grief from the KFC dude in the drive-thru. Okay. Or it could be when we're calling up to check our Telstra bill. That's when they give us grief. So we can definitely empathize with these two that you know, being celebrated people in the community, you do cop a bit of grief. And sometimes it's like, take a, take a bit of a step back there, Tiger, if you can. What about um? What about the issue that we're seeing Rioli again in another fracas? Is that a cause of concern for Richmond? Oh, I reckon he's been in more fracas than he's had touches this year. Because <laughs> let's be honest, he has been pretty woeful. Right. He has been pretty woeful this year, and even Richmond supporters. If his name wasn't Rioli, he wouldn't be getting a game. Mm. It's like Dustin Martin. So- if his surname wasn't, if his name wasn't Dustin Martin, he wouldn't get a game. I'll be interested, Peps, for me to sort of round this one back around on itself, wrap around itself. I'll be interested in the next couple of weeks to see where this ends up, where there's more come out or that's it now, we've settled, we're done and and we move on. I'll be interested to see where it ends up. Nah, it, it's done, mate. We won't hear any more of this. I'm like, Buzz is saying they might have started it. I don't think so, Buzz. I think the reports coming out is that they were just caught in a bad place at a bad time. Pretty much like St Kilda this year. Boom, tish. <laughs> All right. righty. So let's move on from that one. Hopefully they all get back to playing some semi-decent football, enough where they don't make the finals. Speaking of Rioli, somebody else will go. Yep, Peps. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to touch on this on, on the next Rioli? Uh, I don't really want to touch the next Rioli, but I'll give you a little bit of info about it. So Willie Rioli, we already know he's been done for a bit of drug tampering, mm. a bit of uh, swapping the urine with some Gatorade. Has been what caught flavor? with cannabis. What, oh, I, I reckon he would have gone with Stormbreaker Blue. You reckon he's gone for the blue, Ryan? I reckon he went with the blue. What do you reckon, listeners? What do you reckon when Willie Rioli failed his drug test? What color Gatorade do you reckon he went with? I reckon what? Stormbreaker Blue. What is like the a Marvel Gator- Special Edition? What's the standard Gatorade flavor? Is it orange oh, or lemon? Yellow? Oh, lemon lime. You'd go, the old lemon lime. 
I don't know. I drink Gatorade. Oh, you're a Powerade man, aren't you? Mm. Okay, but anyway, he's yes. being done for uh, possession of cannabis in the Northern Territory and, and will be going to court over this as well too. So look, look, he's stuffed up, but, geez, it's been dragged out for way too long with this poor guy. Like it's gone on way too long. And, look, maybe he was doing it for poor for medicinal purposes. We don't know. He might have had, you know, asthma, some hay fever. Just going to tap I, my I screen know. here. Yep. Pepsi. Are you feeling all right? Is this the same Peps? You you would be very angry about this usually. Oh, I, don't, this- I don't believe in drugs, full stop. But you know what? He's had an absolute shocking last 12 to 18 months. Right. Give the guy a break. Like, imagine we had to stop doing this podcast for 12 to 18 months. Oh, that'd be a travesty. Oh, for the <laughs> listeners, yes. But for me, I wouldn't have to look at your face twice a week. <laughs> so, um, so- uh, what, so your what's 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 your position, Pep? Oh, so be it. Like so be it. He's not dealing it. It's his own. I'm not. Yeah. There, there's worse things going on in the world than a little bit of. Yeah. That no. Nah. No. Nah, like I said, I, I say no to drugs. But when I look at that, I go, mate. He, he doesn't need it. Like why you, you carry it around? Do you, but, but do you think we? He's spoken about how he wants to get back into the, into the team, start playing football again, yep. and then this just happens. Yeah, you know what? It just happens. That's it. Like I said, there's two guys have had their heads beaten in on Saturday night. That could have been a lot worse than what, what's happened to this guy. So mm. another one of those, okay, see it, move on. To yep. be honest, that's what I think about it anyway. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair hey, enough. Um, all right, next one. What have you got? Um... Next one for me is there's not there's not a whole lot of news. There's not a lot of news, is there, this week? Well, we, wanna... can talk, we can talk about something, but, I mean, I don't, I, I've sort of got this in my uh, 321. Well, why don't we do our 321s, everybody? Why don't we get onto the 321? So you know what it's time for. It's time to spin the, spin the, spin the magnets. <laughs> so someone's going to be, three are going to get dragged, three are going to get the votes. Where would you like to start from, mate? Would you like to give out the good news or uh, give out the bad news first and Almost, Jamie Wallace. Over to I, you, Quan, sir. I want to give out the bad news because I think we're going to have some talking points from here, Pips. Oh, all right, let's go. So, Ron, are you there, Ron? Hold on, Ron's on the phone. Give me a moment. Haley off, Ellingworth on. Bloody week of piss. Good on you, Ron. All right, uh, you start with your three, two, one, and then I'll do my three, two, one. I reckon, and then we'll swap it for the goods. Okay, so my number. My first vote, my number one vote, goes to the Carlton Crumble. Oh, mm. do you have that with custard or low-fat ice cream? Yeah, because I have that with embarrassment. Oh, God. They were woeful. Like, they were playing such good football. <laughs> yes. And then the, Three, the AFL's version of David quarter. Boone, the five-foot-two little fella, Caleb Daniel, goes back and just slaughtered. He was, he was slicing... And dicing the midfield apart, he was sensational. And you know you're struggling when uh, Josh Bruce kicks five. You know you're struggling. Mm-hmm. He went against Batman, tore him apart like the um, Peps, I'm not going to ask the question. I want to ask the question, but I don't want to. Has Carlton improved this year? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Is that? I is think that, they have. Is that going to be... Are Carlton people out there, would they be feeling frustrated with their team this year? Of course they Espe- would be. Especially after I wouldn't that. say this year. I'd say the last 10, 
12 years. Well, Join the club, boys. They had a great win against Essendon. I'd say probably against the odds. Essendon mm, lower on the ladder than them, so I wouldn't exactly say that. They were leading the game by 27 points with six minutes to play in the third quarter. How many times have we already seen this throughout the year, J-Dog? How many teams have given up four to five goal leads? It's happening throughout the league. Teams get a run on and they can't stop run ons. 27 points. They didn't kick a – kicked one goal in the last 30 minutes of the game. That's – it's not really anything. I different. mean, it's not. It's not much different to Richmond kicking two goals for a whole half. Yep, that was funny, wasn't it? <laughs> Just a little bit. Um, so, Peps, I don't know. Carlton crumble for me. That's that's my number one because I, to be completely a little bit frank with you here, Peps, I wouldn't mind Western Bulldogs to lose that game just to push us just a little bit closer to them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway. Um, we look, might have overtaken them on the ladder. <laughs> that'd have been all right. And then oh, Peps, we'd have a podcast with you and I, one and yeah. two. I know. How good is it? Uh, so Carlton ruined, it, Carlton ruined it for me. Oh, look, I, I, don't, I don't think that they're that bad, Carlton. They're, they're having a crack. Mind you, Sam Walsh is an absolute gun. That, that's all I can say about that is. But look, I'll put it this way, right? So last year, their percentage was 94.34 at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Now, looking at this year being 2021, mm-hmm. you're looking at their percentage at the moment being 95.18. So it's, it is is 1% different, but that's after eight rounds. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they are improving. They have, in terms of the way that they're performing, I think they've got, mate, Harry Mackay has improved. Weedering has had a sensational year. Sam Walsh, magnificent again. Kerno um, in the middle. Yep, Cripps has gone backwards. Now, I don't know if it's because Walsh has stepped up, so meaning he doesn't have to do as much, but he just doesn't seem to be doing, you know, when the chips are down, what Cripps would normally do, they would do. Yep. So it's been that has been a bit of a struggle, I would definitely say. Yeah. Yep. I, I, think that they, I think that they have improved. Eddie Betts kicks five. You know? uh, worst thing could happen. That was the worst. Well, it was a good thing for him, but the worst thing because now they're going Eddie Betts. Five. <laughs> yeah. He played against a good backman all day, and he copped. Yeah. But he had four before half time, I think, or five, four before half time. Yeah, and then lights out. Fizzled. Yeah, exactly right. But they all fizzled. They all went backwards. But mind <laughs> you, and I'm going to get into someone in my top five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you'll see what happens with with that in a moment too, because they've got a dilemma. They've got to sign Cripps, Walsh, and Mackay. So who do you take? Who, which one would you go with? Would you go with Walsh first, Mackay second, third with Cripps, or which order would you go with? Uh, for Mackay. Yep. And then Walsh. And then Cripps. Give him over to West Coast. If West Coast want to pay for him, so be it. Yeah. Going to get something good for him, but I don't know what West Coast have to offer because they gave up all their draft picks for Tim Kelly a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly right. Uh, Buzz is saying all three in any order. Buzz, I reckon it's the first two in either order. Like if you go with Mackay or go with Walsh, Walsh is a once in a, I shouldn't say generational, but if you look over the 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 midfielders to come out over the last probably two or three years, he's been well above. He's just been a gun from day one. He has. Um, so but- I think there's something there with him. He's, he's their future captain, full stop, and Mackay's just playing 
sensational footy. So it's, it's a tough one. They have got better, but they just still can't get across the line. Right. Peps, number two. Go for it. I don't know where to put this one. Well, it's either two or no, three. No, I'm putting it there. I'm leaving it there. People who got offended from number two, number two vote. People who got outraged that Port Adelaide wore the Port Adelaide traditional jumper in the change rooms. Absolute jellyfish out there losing their mind about it. <laughs> Jeez, we've got a woke society, haven't we? <laughs> like, come on. Get get off. That was just another deposit into the spank bank. You can wear what you want to wear what? in your own Where, room. What? Like, really? Who were they offending? Anyway. No, cracks me up. It, it, you can wear whatever you want in the team song. Like, get over it, Collingwood. Collingwood. It's not even Collingwood. It's Eddie. Well, get Pepsi. over it, Eddie. I was confused. Why was Collingwood singing the Port Adelaide song? In oh, the they weren't. Papers? Oh, jeez. Oh, I, I thought it was Were you confused? Like, I was looking for Scott Hodges. I couldn't see Scotty. Where was Scotty with the big 150? <laughs> couldn't see. Where was John Cahill? I thought he, he might have been out of eye shot. Yeah. Let them, like there was no issue with it and I loved it because it was like a giant FU AFL. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of your bullshit. Make a decision on this thing. And then the Eddie and Kosh personal oh, And Koshy, I tell you what, you had the, he had a great point because when Eddie gets beaten to a degree, he does go talking about features, facial features and all that sort of stuff. He talks about big noses. He talk about Harry Back Gorilla for um, what's his name? Uh, Goodsy. Yeah. Like it's it's cheap shots, Ed, mate. <laughs> I would say don't throw, you know, stones in, in glass houses. Um, but have a look in the mirror and what's looking back here, it, it is not, I don't know, it's not Al McPherson-like. Uh, it's more Jabba the Hutt-like, I reckon. Um. Although there's nothing funny than two grown men throwing oh, personal insults at each other. Jesus Christ, they're both worth a squilly. You know, just put up, just take it to court for Christ's sake, can you? Just set up with oh, your lawyers. Oh God Almighty, Buzz! If you can get Eddie on the show, we'd love to have him. Just make sure he doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's, my number two. Number what's your two, three? What's your three? Number three. It's topical. It's me. I'm a, I'm passionate into it. Scott Lysett getting four weeks for that tackle. Come on. Are you serious? Four weeks. Yeah. Four weeks. It was a sling tackle. It was not a sling sling tackle. He slung him to the ground. When he was already on the ground. He slung him to the ground, knocked him out. How do we resolve this? We're going to go, oh, because the biggest man on the field grabbed the smallest man. It was something there. The it was tackle. a bit of like, it was the whole so nickname for another week. What are we going to do? Should have got six on your jazzer. What are we going to do? We're going to, we're going to start having weight divisions of who you can tackle, who you can't tackle? No, but he's got six, mate. Nominate a tackle here. Nominate a tackle. No, 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 no. Tackle me. Tackle me. <laughs> I'm one. I'm, I'm, I'm 83. Tackle me, Jamie. The ball is there. He's grabbed him and he's getting him to the ground. Jamie, you've got to have, you've got to have courtesy. You've got to have, you've got to have courtesy for the other player. You have to I show will, respect. I will give, I'll, I'll, I'll happily take a three week ban, but four. Come hey, on. Alex Neil Boland copped exactly the same. He slung a guy to the ground last year. There wasn't anything malice behind it. Actually, it might have been the season before. Against Adelaide, he copped a big ban as well too. Jack Trengove smashed Dangerfield. Similar. Got four weeks for that as well. So too. you can okay. elbow in the you can elbow in the face at speed. That is bullshit. Don't get me started on that. That is <laughs> crap. Because that's another example of intent over the injury. 
And we can go this one because I'm in damn right agreeance with you. Because this one of the things that one of the stinks. things that I, when it we get stinks. to when Jamie's due when when Judge Jamie gets back in a moment when Judge <laughs> Jamie gets back you will see I'm going to rip into it because it is a disgrace what happened when it comes Hands to set and another person who Hands got are open worms are out have worms a look at this have a look at this the, the chat is going gangbusters as soon as we start talking <laughs> tribunal as soon as we start talking. Uh, sentences, etc. It's almost like the group here have a lot to do with sentences. You know, did I get bail? Did I not get bail? That sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I've got a lot to say. How many sling that. tackles have we seen or sling actions just this past week of tackles and none of them get to the tribunal? This one here, because he was weeks. injured. Jamie, it, I'm, I'm, mate, four hey, weeks. For once, for once, for once, I agree with you. Okay. A month of football. It's a joke. It's a joke, all right? The other one that I'll crack up about is when they were trying to compare what Bailey Fritch did compared to what Dangerfield did. And they said, oh, how did Dangerfield get three weeks and Fritch only get get off? Mm. Well, first and foremost, Dangerfield had about one second, one to half a second, which doesn't sound like a long time, but when you see someone running at you, he actually lined him up, banged him. The other one had 0.2 of a second. It was fending him off and something. So don't try and compare the pair. This is not your superannuation here, ladies and gentlemen. They were completely different. Exactly. So, yeah, it was an absolute disgrace, that one. Also, also Peps, yep. I thought they'd do the tribunal 24 hours after the decision. Why were yeah, it until Tuesday? No, because it went to the to tribunal. No, because it went to the tribunal. That was why. It went to the tribunal. Usually they would come out with a, an answer, but this one had to go in front of the tribunal. Right. Jesus. So there's your three. Is that your three, my friend? Well, that's my three for radio. Okay. Here's my three, ladies and gentlemen. My three, who's getting dragged? All right. So who's getting dragged? First and foremost, uh, the crowds. We know that the crowds have been down over the, this year. Yikes. We've spoken about it a fair bit. But yes. gee, some of these numbers coming out of the games on the weekend were absolutely putrid. So as an example, St Kilda versus the Gold Coast Suns at Metricon, 9,200. Mm-hmm. Okay. GWS versus Essendon, 8,500. Right, so a bit of a challenge there. But have a look at this. Collingwood versus North Melbourne. Now, how many do you reckon turned up to that game? Collingwood versus North Melbourne. Collingwood, who boasts what? 90,000 members? I'm going to say. North 10, Melbourne, 000. who boasts 90 members? 10,000. 10, 22,000. And it was, I think it was a Collingwood home game as well. 22, and it was a Saturday Arvo game, wasn't it? Uh, uh, Saturday Ave, yeah, Saturday Ave, I think it was, yeah. So putrid. Um, here's another one: West Coast versus Hawthorne at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. How many members does Hawthorne have? Seventy thousand. Well, only fifteen turned up. Mother's Day was the excuse for that one. All right. Wow. What about the Brisbane Lions Fremantle? Brisbane are flying at the moment. It's Brisbane. It's gorgeous weather up there. It's perfect one day, gorgeous the next. How many people? 6,000. 15 and a half. Wow. Like the crowds are just down. Now, Tommy Roker on the chat has said, look, people are broke. Millions have lost their jobs. Maybe. Maybe we've just been conditioned to the way footy. footy. Um, how many were at the Melbourne, the Melbourne game? Yeah, I can tell you. 35,000. 567, Buzz. Okay. So – 
I don't really want to get into a conversation with you because <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> all right. Peps. But so, uh, the crowds are down. I don't know whether it's the people don't like the game. You think that they'd be flooding back? I reckon it's a big thing to do with this ticketing system, but apparently that's going to be scrapped as of I think round ten mm-hmm. to be able to just basically go and sit in your own seats as you normally would. So maybe that'll allow people. People just want to walk up and go, "Hey, J Dog, you want to go watch the footy? Okay, let's go. We just have to walk up and, and do." Okay. All right. So I think I people want question. to see that. Perhaps another yep. question: If this yep. is the new norm going ahead. Could we ever see ourselves going back to suburban football grounds? 10,000 no. hanging off the rafters. No, 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 no. no. But it won't happen in Metro. And it won't happen in, the, in, it won't happen in Adelaide. It won't happen in West Coast. And it won't happen in Melbourne. I hope not. Okay. But is this, could this be the end of the 70,000 crowds on Saturday, Sunday? Of course not. Friday nights? Of course not. No, 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 no. I'm not just at all. putting that there, Peps. You know no, me? I just watch. like to ask the other questions. Once people can just turn up to games like they normally would, the crowds will come back. I, I, I strongly believe that. Okay, I strongly I'm interested, believe. I'm interested it. to see what what our what our listeners are going to say about well, that. Well, a couple of them have said that you know the Suns and Giants should fold. That's a conversation for another day. Uh, ten ten thousand Metrocons not a bad crowd. Okay, uh, people are saying it's way too expensive. I don't think the prices have changed all that much. I just think with a year where you haven't been able to go to games, especially in Victoria, th- those crowds are low. Can I tell you something, Peps? Yes, mate. The footy package these days you can get on Foxtel HD yeah. for sixty bucks a month. Is a pretty bloody good package to sit at home and and have beers and mates around. I get KO for twenty five. <clears throat> yeah, spank that exactly right. So, um, but I tell you what, no, nah, Buzz, we're not going to do some. Uh, we're not going to do suburban grounds for interstate teams. No. I'd, love to, I'd love to go to Casey and watch Melbourne play. All right. I'm going to give my two votes now. All right. So my two votes goes to a guy I've mentioned a number of times over the over the weekend uh, and over the last couple of weeks. Jordan Ngoi. Mm-hmm. Kick six goals on the weekend. He's back. Ngoi's back. How good is Ngoi? Ngoi! Like, yep. to go away with the rapture. He played north. He, he was playing on their third back. I don't even know who he was playing on, okay, because they are that bad. North have around, I think, 14 people on their injury list. Yep. Now, if they've got a list of 42 players, which is the norm, they've got 28 fit players to choose from. They're not even going to be able to get up a VFL team at the moment. Mm. Okay? So, Jordan Dugowie, you've played against probably the work that the fourth string backman. Okay? Yeah. Mate, if I take off your six goals that you kicked, you've only kicked seven in seven games. And I think in one of those he kicked a bag of four as well. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been the GWS game. So if I take that out, you've kicked three goals in six games and you want 850,000 plus. Get back on the donut, son, because that is – you are that no, that is a joke. I'm sorry, Collingwood supporters. I know that you love him, but he is taking the piss out of you guys. Ask him for that for the money. Last but not least, all righty, here we go. This one, remember last week we were talking about umpiring? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we talked about a state of umpiring, how it's just getting worse. And they've just got no feel for the game. Well, I saw on the weekend probably the worst decision I have seen since the week before. Right. I want you to picture this. Collingwood versus North. Ball comes out of the middle. Cam Zerha picks up the ball. Spins, has a shot from 50 metres out. 
The ball comes off the side of the boot, goes virtually 45 degrees, rolls out of bounds, and the umpire says, deliberate out of bounds, didn't make a genuine attempt to keep it in. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's had a shot. It's come off the side of his boot and he's played deliberate out of bounds. If that is what our game is coming to, if anybody saw that, (laughs) it was joke. You know what, actually? I think there was one person um, who who actually saw it, J-Dog. Right. I have actually got some audio of him being there. And um, (laughs) uh, I I think... I love how you're looking down at your little sound. Yeah, well, sample, my sound and, you, and you've got no idea which button you're going to press. I know, I found it though, but here it is. I think, I think this guy actually saw it. Right in front of me. Right in front of me. <laughs> right finally, in front of me. You oh. finally got it, Peps. You finally put a sample. Oh, Jazz the Rue Boy Chazdry was there, and he reckons that was an absolute joke. Oh. Hold on, Buzz. Buzz. Mate. You may have seen me kick the ball like that. At least I got the ball, unlike your son. But we'll have another conversation for another day, Buzz. Oh, mate. I nicknamed the podcast after the way I delivered the footy. Let's just leave it at that. All right. So there's my 3 2 1. Dean Margetts, that was a shocker. Jordan Nagoe, mm-hmm. it was north. And the crowds, come on, guys, get back to the footy. It's the greatest game in the world. Get back. All right. All righty. Uh, let's go and um, give the votes, mate. I'll start off. Let's go give the votes. Uh, Hey, Jody, are you there? Three votes. I mean, three Mr. Dimitriou, are you there? Three votes. All right, here's my three votes. Okay, first and foremost, I want to give a bit of a shout-out to the GWS and Essendon game on the weekend and the Dees and Swans game and also the Carlton and Western Bulldogs game. Three cracking games of varied types of play. One was just back and forth, coming back from high scores. One was played in the wet, just grind and smash football. And another one was played under the roof and just quality all across the board too. So for those six teams, regardless of you win or if you lost, awesome stuff. So absolutely proud of what you rolled out. But I have to give my um, my two votes to a guy who did play in this game. Uh, it's honorary mention to Eddie Betts and Josh Bruce. But can I just say... When your name is the Bond, you can do anything you want. Because if anyone saw the last quarter and a half in what he pulled out, he was the difference. He made Paddy Cripps look like Jason Cripps. That's how good he was. <laughs> he he went around. He had thirty two touches. Right, 18, 18 kicks, fourteen handballs. He had six hundred and seventy nine meters gained. Oh. Got to love the meters game. He kicked a goal, but it was just the way he was extracting it out of packs and his delivery, my goodness, he was was DHL. He was on time every time. It was – it was exciting. So some of the some of the work coming out of the back uh, coming out of the midfield, Carlton had no answer. Mm -hmm. And if Patrick Cripps is supposed to be the answer, mate, he's 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 failed because he's not what he once was. He, there's something going on there, whether he's injured, the interest levels, I don't know. But mm. the Bont, my goodness gracious. Like they keep saying Petrarca is the Brownlow favourite at the moment. He's had a good season, but the Bont is absolutely sensational. The bond, but I have the to go me, I have to go with – what's that? Sorry, so the Bont for me is when he first came into the into um, yep. footy, 
He was, to me, the most Kudafidamides player oh. I've seen in the generation. Can do it oh. all. Halfback, centre, forward, centre-half forward, one ball pickup on the run, makes people look stupid ever in the ground, like Kudafidamides. Like well, you know his nickname is uh, – his full name is uh, Marcus Pepper because of how he just <laughs> used to take the piss out of everyone, just like <laughs> – Okay. I love the um, bond. I love the bond. Yeah, I can never get enough just, bond talk. Oh, I just can never get enough bond. I reckon he needs to change his number, but Bailey Smith with the sexiest hair in the AFL has got that number, so he won't change. And I want to give my three votes to a, a team I've, I've been pretty pretty stiff with over the over the time since we've been doing Lace Out over the last number of years uh, for various types of reasons because they get a, a massive run at their home ground. They make a truckload of dollars every year. They seem to get everybody who wants a nice country life to go down there. They did fall apart in a grand final last year, but can I just say what, what Geelong did to Richmond on Friday night my goodness, if you do not have a Chubbs Farquhar watching that forward line weave its magic, Richmond had no answer. At, mm. They did not know what to do. They started off on a flyer as they've normally done and then Geelong just went whooshka and slapped the absolute crap out of it and it was beautiful to watch. Cameron up there, magnificent. I think he had six. I think the – Gary Rowan actually got a kick and found the ball on the MCG in a big game. Five mm-hmm. of the best. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what a new partner in your life will do for you. Hub life was good to him. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Hawkins just doing his thing as well too. Mm-hmm. The midfield were exceptional. Backline stood up as they normally they, – yeah, they were, they were beautiful. They were just beautiful to watch. And it leaves you questions with Richmond. Just with everything that's going on, it's getting harder and harder for them to make that top four, and you know how important it is to get to that position. They've got a lot of injuries at the moment. They've just copped another couple on the weekend. Mm-hmm. They're sitting at four and four. Mm-hmm. The gap between the top four and the bottom part of that is starting to get a bit of bit of bit of a gap. Yep. You can't count them out, but geez, and Tom Lynch, what a waste of money. Can I say that? It's a waste of money. Pep's He's done podcast. nothing. Huh? The, the podcast has your name all over it. You can say what you want to say, Peps. Oh, it's just shocking. I think Christ. it's shocking. He's, he's just not doing enough. I'm sorry. When Jack Rewalt is doing more than Jack uh, Tommy Lynch, hey, Richmond supporters, if I'm wrong, let me know on the chat. Put it on the Facebook page. If I'm wrong, prove it to me. But at the moment, he is not showing anything. Let's go through some um, of the comments here from, out, from yeah, your He's more your like comments. Jane Lynch than... <laughs> Tom Lynch. All so right. we've got we've got uh, Tommy Rocker said um, Tom Lynch is going to ruin Richmond's dynasty with his back ended contract. Mm-hmm. Jazz said Richmond won't get a three peat, not at all this year. Yep. Uh, we've also got Cuda was a mug there. I don't know what that means. Uh, Jazz has come out with Rewald is a big sook, and Craig Jones from the uh, Port Adelaide podcast. Did somebody say KFC? <laughs> Tom Lynch is a bedwetter. Thanks very much, Tom. All the way from Brisbane. All right, so we're we're multi-statural, we're national, we're international. So we love the comments coming in. All right, J-Dog. Yes. What are we going to hit? I reckon it's time for – is it time for Judge Jamie? No, it's time for me to do my three votes. Oh, you – 
Sorry. Jesus, Jesus. And then we've got we've got and then we've got Pepsis. Let me just give you a run to how our show works, Peps. And then after we do this, we do the we do the listener question. And then after that, I introduce a new listener question for the following week. And then we do a wrap up and then we close off the podcast. That's that's how we've been running, Peps. Just to remind you how we do this show. Okay. And the crowd's reaction to Jamie Spray was <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, number one. Geelong. 15 goals between three players. That was oh, sensational. Was Jeremy good Cameron watch, was worth every bit of dollar. If Richmond are looking at that going, fuck. Okay, I wish I our forward did that. Shit, what a fucking. <laughs> the, the ball was left. in the air or on the ground. It did not matter. Jeremy Cameron was on the end of it and just snagging it through every time. That was great. Five but you know what? Jeremy sports. Cameron has been doing that his whole career. His whole it career. It was lean years, but anyway, yes. Oh, yeah, lean years with 60. <laughs> <laughs> that was great to see. Geelong, good, oh, good, good stuff. Good on um, you. Number him. two, uh, Shy Bolton. Oh. You, got, you got the car. You got the car. We're done. <laughs> the, the car, the Matchbox over. car. We're done. Did, hey, did you hear about this? Nick Nat was telling the year he won Mark of the Year and he rang up his manager and said, uh, we've got Wheat Bix. Wheat Bix is sponsoring it this year. When we've got yeah. a delivery for you. And he thought it was, oh, Wheat Bix is sponsoring a car. No, it was a year's worth of Wheat Bix and told him to piss off. Yep. That, oh, that, God. So that, that, that competition's closed. That's done now for the year. That's that's the mark of the year, Pep. Well, Jeremy Howe's out. Well, yeah, exactly right. So we're not going to see any better marks than that. Um, number three for me, Peps. A bit of love towards you and your team. Melbourne, eight and zero. Never been done before by your guys. Bloody exciting. And I'm happy to see my fellow co-host of the podcast get up and about and get really excited about it every week because there's nothing that brings me more joy than seeing my friends excited about their their passion. So, Peps, I'm loving it. That 45 minutes ago, that sentiment had changed that I can't wait to see it fall off the edge of the cliff and you in the fetal <laughs> position. Peps, I only play devil's advocate sometimes. Oh, so, they're my, they're my three, two, one. Three is definitely Melbourne. Two is Shire Bolton. And number one is Geelong. Oh, sorry, one vote is Geelong, the 15 goals between three people. Fair enough. Beautiful. All right. Great work, J-Dog. All right. Where are we going to now, my friend? Hey, listener, question. What have we got? So last week's question, Jamie's question for you all, if you remember, was... Two seconds, Peps. Oh, so Jamie, uh, how this, no, no, how no, this no. segment, how your segment works is that you have it prepared. <laughs> all right. Listener question was... If your pub only served one meal, which are you choosing? A, chicken parmigiana, B, steak sanger. Lots of responses, lots of passion in this stuff. In this kind oh, of this was, yes. Um, all right. So we've got Nick from the Porches podcast. Chicken parmy with Hawaiian topping. Yes, pineapple goes on more than just pizza. I don't know how I feel about a Hawaiian, a Hawaiian parmer. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Peps, how about you? Yes or no? Quick, yes or no? No. Okay, good. Uh, Stavros Makras has said Palmer. Jared has chosen a Palmer. I'm not going to read your comment, Peps. I've already given you a warning. This is your this is your warning. Free kick against you, Peps. What did you I say? Steak Sanger. You don't answer the question until the show. Steak Sanger for me every you, day of the week. You've broken the 666 rule. Free kick. <laughs> I gave you a warning last week. Um, we've got Jeff McNair said Steak Sammy for sure. Uh Tommy Roker says steak sanger on the chat. Steak. No one says steak sandwich. Steak sandwich for me. Obviously, chicken parmer from Luke Thompson. We've got Ross Garlic said steak sanger. Ryan Noonan said steak sanger. Corey Vandertuck said parmy all day. Add mushroom sauce too. That's luxury. 
Nadine Bricknell looks like I'll go hungry. Sounds like she might not be a fan of either of those options. <laughs> Simon Grills, this oh. even a question. How about Bears remove cu- B? Bears cousin? Yes. Remove option B and done. Uh, Graham Wilkinson said, do people still order steak sangers? And from that, people were saying, is beer not a meal? Fair point. <laughs> and we've got John Michael has come out and said, Palmer, and if anybody calls it Palmy, they're wrong. And then from there, we've had people say, well said. Palmy or Palmer, right. it's a tricky one. So, Peps, that's been a good response. I think from there, we've. I think I actually think the steak sanger took it. Yes, double cobras for the steak sangers. Yeah. Love a good steak sanger. Peps, you cannot Peps, beat was, it. Well, I'm. A, I'm actually not. I'm a, my my vote might be the one here that decides. For me, Palmer all day, every day, yeah, all day, every day. And yours obviously a steak sanger because you gave away your bloody answer too early. Premature adjudication once again. <laughs> All right, Peps. All right, so that's the question. Been- What's this week's? Because these, these have been lighting up the chat board. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you don't have to ask your mum and dad for permission for this one. Get on the Lace Out Facebook page and we want to know the answer to this question. Rightio. So, this question is I don't know which one to go for, but I'm going to choose this one here because it's a bit of a one from left field, Peps, and you have to. You have to think about this one. You ready? Is cereal a soup? Yes or no? <laughs> Fucking, that is the worst question you've ever produced. Is it is a soup cereal, or not? Is cereal soup? Mm. Think about it. Is it a soup or is it, what is it? What okay, is cereal? So- so, ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> this will be the last ever listener question because that is the word. That is a t- Our listeners are very smart. They're much smarter than you and I. And let's see where they take this one. Hot to the bin. Is they soup, may take it. Is, is cereal soup? Are you actually going to write that up on? Okay, that's oh, the yeah. question for this week. You know, we've got to respect the question. Is cereal soup? Why or why not? And, and this is Jamie's question. I'm not putting my name to it. I'm putting my name I to the podcast, I, but not to this question. I want to see our listeners' skills in justifying their answer. Oh. Jamie, you can't <laughs> be serial. Buzz, see, see, Buzz, sometimes he brings the good stuff. Earlier sometimes. tonight, not so good. Well, tell me not why, so Buzz. Don't just, don't, don't just go there. Tell me why. All right. That's where you want to see it. It's just, it's, it's just stupid, to be honest. No. Uh, you know what? I respect you. you. You're the co-host with the most. You're allowed to ask questions like that. Hey, one quick thing. We were talking about Lynch and Cameron. Mm-hmm. So I look at it this way. Career games-wise, 183 to Lynch, 174 for Jeremy Cameron. Goals-wise, 363 for Lynch, 439 for Cameron. I think that says it all. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that says it all. And I think um, they both had two, basically two seasons wrecked from injuries. So that's yeah, exactly fair, right. Steven. Yep, exactly right. All right. Hey, uh, great man. It's up for our, our next little segment that we introduced last week based on the, uh, the listener feedback, one week at a time. We're taking it one week at a time. Mm-hmm. And so what we're going to do is we're looking towards this week's fixture. Once mm-hmm. again, we'll be going into a lot more detail on Tipped Out Thursday night. We had a small delay last week. Technical issue. Mm-hmm. Me. And um, so this week we'll be going back on Thursday night. So get ready for that. And then as of next week, we will have the teams ready for 
tipped out as well too. So it's tipped out, your tips every week, just the way you want it with Peps and J-Dog. All right. So we're heading into round nine this week, Jamie Wallace. What game has got you salivating at this particular moment in time? Only one, Peps. Okay. Port Adelaide Western Bulldogs. Saturday, 7-10. Should be a Friday night game. Let's not lie about that at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, that's that's actually going to be a bit of a blinder, I reckon. Um, looking forward to that. Will uh, the flat track bullies beat the uh, Western Bullies? Mm-hmm. Ruff, ruff. Um, it's going to be an interesting one for yourselves. Cracking forward line, 2v3. Going to be a good game. I actually am looking at a game at the moment. Can I give my honorary mention and then the one that I'm really looking forward to? You sure can. Okay. My honorary mention is the 210 game at the University of Tasmania on Saturday afternoon, which is going to be the Hawks versus North. Good 17th game. versus 18th. Good game. Could you imagine what happens to Hawthorne if they lose to North? This Good is game. North's chance. I thought they were okay against Collingwood, but the skill level was just – its just, that's the difference because they have to work so hard – the skill levels, it's just not there because they're just trying to get to every contest and when you're fatigued, you're not going to hit targets. I like it. Don't rate either of these teams. Um, I did actually beat, pick the Hawks last week and they let me down. But the game that I'm actually looking forward to is at 7.25 p.m. Saturday night as well at Marvel Stadium, Richmond versus GWS. GWS snuck on the skin of their teeth against the Dons last week. Richmond, they've I think they've lost three out of their last four, and they're coming up against a rampaging GWS, chock full of energy. They are going to be down by Jeremy Finlayson. We didn't get onto this. You're a dick. Why go and throw an elbow for? Absolutely ridiculous on what happened there. It was stupid. He's Absolutely stupid. He was having a good game too. Oh, so just it's just stupidity that. Like they say, they should have the idiot clause. You should have got an extra week for stupidity because it was just dumb, made no sense. But I reckon um, that's going to be an absolute belter. Buzz is saying on the chat that Carlton and Melbourne, yes, I am a little bit nervous for this game. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty nervous for every single game at the moment, but uh, these are the type of games that Melbourne need to demoralise teams and whether they're going to do it, I don't know. But there's my honorary mention, but I'm really looking forward to seeing if the Tigers can get on the winning Winning because basically the team who who wins that um, is going to be in the eight, and the other team's going to be out of the eight. So it's a, it's an eight point game this one. So there's our one week at a time. Correct, correct. Um, Peps, we've got we've got about a minute or two left. Any questions from the listeners that they want us to answer? I did see one earlier from uh, Jazz talking about who we think the premiership team will be this year. Oh, gee, Jazz, you've gone early. You have gone early. Peps, just chuck a name out there. Uh, who do I think is going to be the premiership team at the moment? Mm-hmm. Melbourne. Very good. I think a premiership team this year at the moment is... I'm still finding it hard to go against Richmond. Yeah, fair enough. Still finding it fair hard. Enough. I think... I just, I think I, tough. It's a tough one. Melbourne. Melbourne is good, but I don't know. It's just that trust with Melbourne. Yeah, that's, and that's the problem. That's true. The only other one, the other one that I, I don't want to say it, but I have to, is after what they did on Friday night, Geelong. Yeah, yep. That's yep. scary. It's just, is Dad's army going to win the battle or are they going to win the war? 
I don't know whether they can take it all the way down. It's still a long season, lots of things to happen. Brave people ride off Geelong early this season. I was one of them, um, but what they yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a big one. Going to yep. be a big one there. Okay. Um, so just a couple of things to uh, wrap this episode up. So remember, Matt, get on Jamie's question, regardless of what you it's, think of it. It's there Answer. already. It's there already. Superstar. Um, get on the if you haven't. Soup. Yes, sir. I see what you did there, Pips. Oh, clever. <laughs> I've been playing that one all day. Um, if, you done, if you haven't done our listener feedback, we'd love to hear from you. I know there's a lot of people who are, who are listening to this. Please, whatever feedback that you have for us, we've got one. There's only one question that you need to answer. Why us? It's as simple as that. The other thing that we're going to be doing is once again, you've got your thirty percent off uh, share in footy. So that there, and we've got another giveaway coming up, which is going to take you back to your childhood. And the school ground during footy season and bad sticks of chewing gum. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave that one there with you. But uh, something that we're going to be giving away from another one of our um, little sponsors for the show this year who's decided to help us out. So it's kind of cool too. So, look, there's a massive show. Everybody who's been on the chat, massive. The mid-season draft is coming up. Haven't got much research into it just yet, but we'll have a bit of a chat once it gets a little bit closer. Thursday night, we'll have our tips, so get on it. Uh, more importantly, everybody who's tuned in tonight, thank you very much and be part of the show. Everybody who's listening to this, thank you very much for you are um, doing an amazing job listening to us every single week. Like I said, our numbers are through the roof and we just want to – I want you to – I want to set a challenge for you, listeners. I want you to put, throw your arms around each other. Let's get in a huddle. Let's get in a huddle, all right? I want you to go out this weekend and I want you to hit the packs hard. What I want you to do – is go and find someone that you know and say, hey, listen, I want to make you a smarter person. I want to make you a more educated person. I think you're wasting a lot of time in your life and I reckon you can use it a lot better. What I want you to do is I want you to get your phone out and I want you to open up Spotify or open up Apple Podcasts or whatever you listen to. And I want you to search for Lace Out. Lace Out, it is the number one AFL podcast that I listen to and I reckon it will make your life so much better. Get on here. I'll sit with you. I'll watch you subscribe. Watch them subscribe and let them listen to an episode. And I want you to have a laugh and have a cry with them as J-Dog and I go through the games each and every single week because that's what it's all about. It's all about you. So you go ahead. That's the challenge I have for you. Do it hard. Do it well. We're going to see you next week, J-Dog. How do you want your Lace Out Footy podcast? Guess lace out. How do you want your footy? How do you want your footy? <laughs> he wants it lace out. I'm Chris lace Pepper. Out, That's J Dog. Have a great week. Hope your team wins. And more important, doggies. Boy. See you, listeners. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. I'm your host, Chris Pepper. And with Jamie Wallace, we give you your footy how you want it. Lace out.